Welcome to RPG Cast episode 642 for the week of 8-13-2022. I'm Chris Privetier. I'm not your automated phone system. I am your host of RPG Cast, bringing you the news and reviews of of RPG-related things. Um, buckle up, because it's a... It's going to be, be boring. It's good. Hold on to your... Hold on to your last week's games. <laughs> Because you won't care about this one. I'm going to say, I didn't even put, bother to put my game in the sheet because I played the same thing and you all know what I've been playing. Oh, put it in the <laughs> sheet. I'll put it in the sheet. Yeah. So, so, for, for recording? For Oh, you put it in for me. Thank put you. Put it in for you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hi, I'm Kelly, by the way. Hi, Kelly. I can even tell you what Anna's playing. She's been playing Sakuna? Yeah. Of Rice and Ruin. It's pretty good. It's got a nice story. I told you. I told her. It's lengthy, too. Love that game. Yeah. We're talking about it. It's like, that's I played that like two years ago, so I barely remember any of it. (laughs) Yeah, it's not the most memorable. It's a lot of tropey sort of anime coming of age stories. I mean, to be fair, like a lot of Harvest Moon type games don't really have all that memorable stories. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm I'm glad she's having fun with it. She is. Um and she doesn't feel like being on today for a myriad of reasons, <laughs> the same reasons that's been keeping her off for a while. Um so we will move on past that and say, hey, the people I have with me are Kelly Ryan. Hi. And Josh Carpenter. Hey there. I've been delayed until twenty twenty three. The the oh. people working on me have just got to work on polishing out a few last few of the bugs, you know. But I'll, I'll make it into the first quarter. Don't worry. Uh, cool. <laughs> that that feel when you feel like a product delay. My life is I, a product I, delay. <laughs> I don't know where I was going with that. You're going to Xenoblade. That's what we're yeah. doing. You're going to, right? I, yeah, I'm, I'm horribly distracted because my cat was being good the whole pre-show, and then the second that we start recording, she starts going crazy. That's a rare one. We should go get it. Come here. Yes, you're being a pain, but I love you. Maybe you'll mew for the camera while I'm cuddling you. She's been very obnoxious lately. I've lost the monster! Yesterday, she was determined to get into my lunch. Oh, yeah. And was getting more and more annoyed every time I would pick her up and put her down. And I I swear if she could talk, she would have said, how dare you? (laughs) Dare you. I'm not going to regale you with cat stories this week. No? No. How about Nopon stories? Do you have those for us? <laughs> Nopon stories are confidential info. Friends only. <laughs> His voice doesn't match. No, it no. doesn't. <laughs> like any other Nopon in the series. <laughs> I when can't been... figure out what is the what is the speaking affect they've given Nopon? <laughs> Does it is it come from anything or is it original to the Xenoblade series? I don't know. I think it's just meant to be kind of cutesy, like a lot of 
cutesy mascot characters are. You know, it's kind of like Yoda-ish. How is it yeah. in Japanese, I wonder? Like, now, what that's do they a do good there? question. Are, mean, are they to... taking off on that, or if they invented this for their I assume for themselves? it's our own meme. I mean, can you, uh, can you switch the vocals to Japanese and see how it is? I don't know. You probably I can. So. I should do, though, but, but I wouldn't understand, you know... My master pawn hasn't taught me Japanese. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I heard someone complaining that uh, the the English, you know, like the localization, because it's all British voice actors, they've gone like super British on even the, the yeah. you know, the, the a, phrasing that I, they use. But that actually makes it into even the, the they just use the same subtitles for when you they're using the Japanese, the other voice oh, acting. Oh, they're dub titles. So, okay. Exactly. Yeah, they're dub titles. So you're still going to get all the British affectations, mm-hmm. even though you're you're you know. Yeah, I, did, I didn't Japanese expect voices. to get it out of the subtitles. Only Yakuza goes to the length of having both. <laughs> yeah, See, I was complaining on Twitter about Netflix not doing that the other day, and how irritating that is. Um, I have to get the other way around, where instead of uh, um having closed captioning for the English track, it's the subtitles for the Japanese track. And when you're kind of hearing impaired like me and you turn on subtitles because, you know, you kind of need it to be able to follow along, it drives me crazy. Um, watching both seasons of Beastars on Netflix was like that. And it was just like, oh, do, do I t- just turn it to Japanese or do I just... Stop? That's really funny. <laughs> <laughs> And then there's probably some shows that drives Vaughn crazy because you're watching in Japanese and it's got the English subtitles. (laughs) Oh, yeah. It it drives him up the wall. I feel so bad for him. Uh, (laughs) That's not what I said. He he was watching me play Nino Kuni once and was like, God, the subtitles on that suck. (laughs) (laughs) They're just localized, hun. No, they did a bad job. You don't understand. There was a really good joke there and I'm not even going to explain it to you. No, no, he he's not that much of a purist. He just it, it's because he can hear Japanese pretty well. It just sticks mm-hmm. out like a sore thumb to him. Yeah, I've 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 told you many a times we've been watching a like a Nintendo Direct and watching the Japanese trailer for something, and he's right, like, oh right, you can't understand that. Like, <laughs> nope. Um, when we went to Japan and went to the Ghibli Theater, the um. You know, they show like a random short every day. Mm-hmm. And most of the shorts are pretty universal, you know, about a, a spider baby or um, about the, uh, what, what are those, the Neko bus kittens? Well, the particular short they showed that day was like full dialogue. And we got out of the theater and he asked me, you didn't understand a word, understand any of that, did you? And I went, nope, not a word. <laughs> And I think the Ghibli Theater was where I caught the flu, because I was sick as a dog for the next week. Can a pawn not have clue what just happened? Nope, not a clue, but we still had fun. (laughs) Also, if you hear a loud crash in a couple of minutes, it's because my cat's uh, about ready to start destroying Legos. I went to a Kabuki Theater, like in Tokyo, and what was nice there is you could get translator headphones. Oh, cool. Yeah, so they kind of dub what's going on for you. 
Oh, that's all I got. Um, go to Japan. It's cool. Um, it's also expensive and traveling sucks right now. So, hi, how are you? What are we talking about? Let's talk about Xenoblade. Can we talk about Xenoblade? Yeah. I, I am so overleveled. How overleveled are you? Uh, so I, I finished chapter three last night and it was supposed to be like really tough bosses. And I, they were like level 25 and I was twice their level. So I just destroyed them. Yeah, I'm in chapter three. I'm 28 right now. So. Yeah, I'm right around level 30 right now. <laughs> I wasn't even grinding. I was just, you know, running around the map, filling things out. And if you... It, it, granted, I'm playing on easy, so your mileage may vary. But I was running around and um, k- killing lots of elites. And if if I was something was level like 10 levels over me, I could take it pretty easily. And And you get just a ton of experience doing that it's it's even if you're playing on easy it's an entertaining battle system to watch because there's just so much crap going on on screen (laughs) (laughs) not so much uh like like we were saying pre-show when it's an auto battle and it decides to get into a chain attack when it's got like a sliver of of, uh, hit points left (laughs) and you've got to sit through the entire chain attack I haven't been using the auto battle. Should I be? It's up to you. I turn trivial. it off during the chain attack so I can end them earlier. <laughs> yeah. Um, some of those fights, like some of those early fights, especially when you're in a major story area, it's pretty easy to uh, or have having the auto battle makes the fights go faster. Yeah. But like I said, your mileage may vary. Oh my god, cat. Sorry, Al. Alice just knocked a Lego set over. Good job, Kitty. <laughs> oh, what am I gonna do with you, cat? Sell her. You're gonna feed her. <laughs> she ha- I free feed. She has food. Well, more. It's not enough. <laughs> she can go to the food bowl anytime she wants to. She can go to the not food here. Bowl. Food bowl not here. Not on McVon. go give them churu. Let him deal with... Uh... I'll just wind them up. It won't work. Oh, so you're saying Churu is like crack for kitties? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that's a fair assessment. Sorry, Z- Xenoblade. Xenoblade! Um, so, yeah, I just finished Chapter 3 last night. Um, this uh, game's good. This game's yeah. really good. I'm enjoying I've... it. I don't like its battle system still, but it's still a lot better than the other one's battle system, so it's like the mm-hmm. best take on it so far, I think. But mm-hmm. it still gets boring. <laughs> and I'm not sure it's what to do about it. It's still just a lot of watching the screen and then it's occasionally... Because you have to button. wait for these cooldowns for an eternity, yeah. and it's like, this this is not... In short bursts, this is immersive combat where you it makes you have a lot of tension and you're waiting for a time where you can do something and are you in danger. But if you get over leveled or once you extract it out to the entirety of the game where you're just doing it over and over and over and you see they have to give you auto battle systems just cause to keep your hands from getting tired from sitting there hovering over the X button so you can press it when the meter's finally full. You know, that's when the battle system's like, maybe you guys should have gone a different way. You know, (laughs) do you think we're supposed to be swapping between like just constantly swapping between party members? So you constantly have 
some buttons to press? Is uh, that maybe? is it like almost like playing it wrong? But they should make it easier one? to swap. It shouldn't be yeah. like a two button thing to swap. It oh yeah, that's be, awkward. <laughs> it should just be D pads or something, and then you're on the next character, kind of like a Final Fantasy thirteen was. But I mean, I I've been just exclusively controlling Mio mm-hmm. just because I like her the best. Fair enough, because she has cat ears. Yeah, yeah, that's uh-huh. the only reason why. Because yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> at the at the end of chapter three, it or yeah, it switched me to um, I forgot his name, Tyus. Mm-hmm. The one with the glasses, Tyon. Um, it's, it, yeah, Tyon. He's cool. Um, I like Tyon. It uh, switches me to him, and it's like, oh, it, it switched me, and I didn't even notice. So I'm just gonna switch back to Mio. Okay. I'm, I'm playing as my cat girl. Carry on. Uh, you mean it didn't force you to go into the menus and manually select him? No, I not just, that time. <laughs> I just switched to her using the regular system. <laughs> uh, I, I will say because of the class system, I feel like none of the character none of the characters are really distinct. No. <laughs> Especially since I've leveled so much that um, I've pretty much maxed out all the base classes, and now I'm going for the uh, the hero classes. That that's partially why I've been running around so much in the game. Um, so like, okay, let's find these side quests so that I can keep unlocking these heroes. The the gunfighter one you unlock later on is really cool, by the way. Hmm. I, th- I think you can find him about the same time that you get the ability to climb walls. Hmm. Oh, so fairly early on in the yeah. chapter. Okay. You just have to kind of run around those areas to, to actually find where the um, question mark is. And they, they, they put those question marks on the map long before you're able to get to them. Yep. <laughs> That's off the side of the screen. I can't go there. Um, another thing that's frustrating is that that clearly there's a couple of abilities that you're um, supposed to get much later in the game, because I keep running into these th- things that look like zip lines, and the character's going, "My God, what is that for?" Like it, it is clearly a zip line that I can't go down yet for whatever reason. Yeah, I, I spent a while trying to figure out how the heck to get on. What? <laughs> like, how do I do this? Must, mm-hmm. Yeah, like you said, it must be one of the later abilities you get. Because I and I asked you guys this, and I don't think you had unlocked it yet. I figured out how to um, climb up the sand dunes. Mm-mm. And done that the, yet? Yeah, not yet yeah, either. Yeah, and that was I know a, it's a skill. Like I just don't have yeah. it. Uh, I can't even tell you where I found that either. Um, I, like I said, I've just been clearing out the map. Um, and any place that isn't uncovered, it's like okay, I'm just uncovering it and that's how i've been finding so much stuff and uh getting ridiculously leveled and and yeah because because i've been so hooked on this game i haven't played anything else this week except maybe minecraft but i don't think you guys want to hear about my cat fountain (laughs) no i heard about this last night i don't want to hear about it again okay TLDR, I figured out how to duplicate cats. <laughs> <laughs> so now it's cat world. Yeah. 
Okay. Yeah, pretty much. There's cats all over my base, just sitting around. Um, they they follow you around in the game, but I don't want them to do that because one of them got into my mob, mob grinder and like, no, <laughs> don't do that. The, the, so the tuxedo cat model in Minecraft looks just like Alice, and I love it. Mm-hmm. So, Xenoblade Chronicles 3, amazing music. Battle mm-hmm. system that, well, I still don't know how I fully feel about it yet. I've, I've never been totally sold on the Xenoblade battle system, but the, like you said, this is the best incarnation of it, mm-hmm. as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, to to me, it's always felt like an offline MMO. Well, I mean, uh, yeah, it feels like that. For. That doesn't yeah, mean yeah. it's good. <laughs> um, well, no. I mean, the, the, the MMO battle system developed because of certain, you know, like hardware limitations. You know, it, it was like, mm-hmm. okay, we've got to manage all these different people with all of them having a certain amount of lag in the internet. So we've got to be able to manage all this stuff together. Like, you don't have that in a in a uh, single-player game. Yeah, um, the first game had the issue, too, where uh, you pretty much had to do the side quests to get experienced enough to be able to even do basic stuff in the game. Um, Otherwise, Mm -hmm. you were just running around grinding on mobs. And, you know, I I was playing that that game like normal and then hit, hit a brick wall at the end of the game because I was like level 80 and couldn't beat the final boss at all. So I had to go like look it up on GameFAQs where just the power level um, just so that I could even stay the chance against the final boss. Well, my memories of the first game was like having to, you know, I would spend a bunch of time playing as the the DPS character or something like that. And then you get to a section and it's like, oh, I'm just getting wiped by this boss. And I'd f- have to like experiment around and figure out like, oh, the AI is doing a crap job of healing. I need to swap to healing and actually control the healing in this battle. It's like swapping mm-hmm. around and figuring out where, you know, like what was going on in each battle where the AI was faltering. It doesn't yeah. really seem to do that anymore. <laughs> yeah, and I don't know if they fixed that in the remake or not. I don't remember. I only played the DLC in the remake, really. <laughs> so I only played like the, you know, whatever the six, eight hour deal. Oh, the uh, ch- chapter that bridges the two games or. Yeah. Yeah. With Melia. OK, gotcha. Yeah, I I want to go back to that first one just because it's it's like literally been a decade since I played that first one. And um, I I'd love to go thinking. back. It's just so long. <laughs> <laughs> Do I have time for a hundred hour replay of a game I've already played once? Oof. I'm feeling great having skipped worrying about the first two games and just going in here. I think that's a good call. It, it, yeah. Game feels good. I'm enjoying myself and I don't need to have the baggage of the old games. Like it's good. Yeah. I didn't realize. Well, I didn't realize just hold the, how old that first game was until I learned that um, the last story was is ten years old yeah. this week. Uh, I think I don't remember if it came out in Japan this week or the U.S. But I was like, oh my god, it's been a decade since those Project Rainfall games. Mm-hmm. I I remember being so mad at Nintendo for not wanting to bring those out immediately. Well, and, and well, remember that, it that part of it was like oh wow they made a game that looks that good on the Wii. 
Um, I, I also don't remember a whole lot of that game's story. That, that, I, I beat that game. That was a weird game back then. <laughs> that was a very weird game. It, it was weird playing an RPG with a cover mechanic at the time. Now they're probably a dime a dozen. So, yeah, I, I apologize, dear listener. The, the Xenoblade's probably all we're going to talk about the next couple of weeks. <laughs> and you got to pick your pick your points and not, not spoil things. Yeah, because I got pretty far la- last night. And uh, stuff happens at the end of chapter, what, four or three? Yeah. Um, ma- major every, stuff. every chapter? <laughs> yeah. Um, like we were saying pre-show, I, I was having to nudge the controller just to, you know, keep it from going to sleep while the, all the cutscenes were playing out. It's got those Yakuza level cutscenes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, a lot, lot of talking, but very interesting story. And in like a fun, likable cast too so far. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you guys will have to tell me what chapter breaks you're on uh, in, in Discord. Okay. So, <laughs> as high level as I am, I could probably just mainline to the end at this point. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of crazy. Like, you know, like they tell you chapter three, oh, you need to be like level 22 or something like that. And I'm like, I'm already level 30 and I don't think I'm anywhere near the end. So where did they come (laughs) up with these things? Is it maybe they did actually like kind of balance it for people who just want to mainline. So you don't have to do if you don't want to, you don't have to do all the side stuff. You know, that that wouldn't shock me at all. Yeah. Um, but, but but to me, the fun part about the side stuff has been um, unlocking the different colonies. Well, you, well, you you showed me the picture, Josh, of the the name with the guy looking at the girl with the red dress, only it was looking at the uh, yellow exclamation marks. Yeah. <laughs> uh, when they were both looking at it. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's going after them. Exclamation marks is, is not only unlocking colonies, but unlocking different heroes. And I didn't realize until I was messing with it that you could uh, change out the heroes. I thought that they were just stuck in whatever chapter they were. Oh, no. Yeah. So I, I was running around with the mechanic kid and was like, wait a minute. He really didn't do anything in that cutscene. And then I, I changed, swapped him out with... Um, Oh god, I needed an extra tank, so I had one of the heroes was a tank. So okay. I swapped him out with that character and I was like, okay. Uh think around with him a little bit. And they I don't I noticed that they even if you don't have them in your party, they level up with you because all of them were hovering around like level forty nine when I was around fifty three. And then t- took him to the rest menu and was like, Would you like to add more exp to this guy i'm like sure i'm like oh okay brought brought him back up to my level cool so that catch-up mechanic is really nice oh that's good um and and yeah ignore one of the heroes for a while it'll just catch back up yeah yeah so i i probably need to start rotating them guys out a lot more i've uh, god how many of them i've unlocked at least five of them wow more than me yeah I have um, more playing to do. Let's finish this show so I can play it some more. 
What else is there to talk about? There's no controversy about this game. What the heck? Why aren't we mad about something? I don't know. Um, the controversy being the pre-order. Well, that didn't issue. go well. But you have it now, so shush. <laughs> I don't have my collector's edition stuff. Yeah, it'll come eventually. <laughs> <laughs> Nintendo's working on it. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think I told you guys how upset I got when I got the envelope. I'm like, wait a minute, this is awfully thin for a collector's edition. Oh, oh right. you've forgotten about that, yeah. Yeah, they're they're <laughs> shipping it separately. Of course they are. In the oh, nebulous I'm fall. <laughs> I, I'm glad I don't have to wait for the game, but that still kind of annoys me. Sorry. <laughs> oh, well. I I, sh- I shouldn't be complaining too much considering that I actually managed to get a collector's edition. <laughs> yeah, plenty uh, of people didn't. <laughs> the 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 mess that Nintendo made of that. Oh god, that I I have done some pre-order crap in the day, but that just took the cake. Um I I have never had three different browser windows open at once and none of them being able to uh, open the game or open the the website. Yeah, yeah, we need we need to we need someone to work on some technology to get pre-orders figured out. Someone needs to give this to Nintendo and Valve and a few of these companies. Yeah, because that that was not fun. Um. And and it wasn't even me that managed to get it. It was my husband that managed to get it for me. So that tells you a lot about just how messed up that site was. That was on the the second time around, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the first time around, nothing worked. Everything I read was people, the people who got it, even then it was like hours later when their like order went through. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can't believe they had one that actually broke the entire Nintendo store somehow. <laughs> I still don't get how that happened. I don't know how those two things are connected. Yeah. How did they not know that was going to happen, though? So nobody knows, Kelly. It's it's you know obviously Nintendo servers are you know shoestrings and duct tape and <laughs> running on DOS six <laughs> I, I forgot, was it one of the Pokemon games? That, I think it was when the Pokemon Bank released that it screwed up Nintendo's servers so bad in Japan that they were affected in the U.S. <laughs> yeah, because that was the year that I got my Wii U for Christmas. And um, it, it only came with a digital copy of Wind Waker. So that, that morning, I couldn't... Uh, access the eShop at all to even download Wind Waker. <laughs> so it's like, well, well, this is a, a c- casual warning tale for people that uh, don't pre-set up their system before giving it out. Because it was my mother-in-law that gave me the Wii, and she doesn't know how to do that stuff, so... <laughs> no. Um, yeah. <laughs> N- Nintendo stuff be busted. It be busted. Flat be busted. All right, folks. Let's go on to feedback. 
Mm-hmm. Feedback. What was our question? We asked, uh, I think it was something about how much are you going to pay for a game brand new? Yeah. Yeah. Um, from Fireminer, depending on the game, I'm fine with paying 30 to $40 for a pre-release, but one thing I learned that people will always complain about the price of these things. For example, the recent Capcom Fighting Collection has everything you could ever ask for, but people still complain that it's too expensive for, quote, a bunch of ROMs, unquote. <laughs> All right, fair enough. I mean, not, not wrong. I'm, uh, I've got the Kawabunga Collection pre-ordered, and people are complaining about the price of that i think it's like 40 bucks but every ninja turtles game pretty much ever released and yeah (laughs) um from featherhoof in my opinion 40 dollars usd is the right price for re-releases that get quality of life updates and extras on top of the up res um 20 30 dollars for a re-release that only got the up res treatment from Tracer 3, I think the right price for this remaster is $35. If people are not satisfied, they can wait two to three months for a price drop. I, I forgot. What were we talking about that people were complaining about the re- – oh, was that – that was Live, Live, and Valkyrie Profile? Uh, not oh, Valkyrie. no, Tactics Ogre. Tactics Ogre. Because Tactics Ogre is 50 Yeah. Which is a little on the high side because it doesn't – they. <laughs> Live a live. They they actually you know put into a new engine and kind of did yeah. some stuff to it. Uh, Tactics Ogre. It really just does look like the PSP version. They've added voice acting. Um, I don't know that anybody was asking for that, but they did it. <laughs> Woo. Um, no, but if they didn't include voice acting, then people would complain. Then. Oh, we'll complain anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're That's gamers. Good. We're not happy ever. <laughs> oh you're not wrong there um from mighty tam for me it depends on the depth of the remake and how much i want to pay and how much work is done like the ff7r final fantasy 7 remake is a whole new game from the ground up but then the ducktales remake looks nice but it's not worth the 50 dollar price tag so i guess where's ducktales 50 bucks oh it's not right okay i mean right okay and they recognize it yeah yeah I mean, to be fair, that DuckTales remake was done from the ground up, too. Yeah. But that that was a digital-only release for the longest time. Um, mm-hmm. But he says, yeah, it depends on how in-depth the remake is. Oh, wow, that's right. That DuckTales remake even had voice acting with all the original voice actors. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Yeah, that... That, <laughs> um, that was... Cheap. Got Scrooge no, McDuck out was, of retirement. Yeah, that was the last time uh, Alan Young voiced anything, too, because he died shortly after that. Mm. And he, he was pushing 90. DuckTales killed him. Yeah. <laughs> DuckTales, woo. Ah. Oh, woo. Oh. <laughs> I should play that, actually. I haven't ever, I haven't played the remake. I think Capcom delisted it. Oh, so no. Unless you had it downloaded at some point. <laughs> of course they would. Well, they lost the license. Yeah, it's Disney. Yeah. It's on Steam. Okay, right good. $3.74. That, that is a good price for that. I had bought the um, 
I think I bought both the Wii U version and the PS3 version. Because that was the other frustrating thing. They they delisted it and never brought it to the more recent consoles at the time. So, but your Steam, you're okay. Plus, you can play it on your Steam Deck. I don't feel Mm -hmm. bad for you. (laughs) I'm still bitter I don't have a Steam Deck yet. I'm pretty sure I got it through some free game programs as well. Oh, like a Humble Bundles? Who knows? Either Humble or another thing. PlayStation Plus or something, you know? Um, Something that I'm probably going to boot up because of PlayStation Plus is LEGO DC Villains. Um, I got that for three free thanks to PlayStation Plus, and um, I was told recently that my favorite DC character ever is in it, which is uh, Dexter, the Red Lantern cat. Okay. Um, I, I might be playing that this week just to see see my favorite kitty. Have you noticed that Jackson Galaxy has become a video game streamer? Yeah, he's. I sent you that video where he was streaming Stray. Yeah, and he's doing it again yeah. this week. Oh, because <laughs> everyone demanded it. He says. Well, oh he he did like the scene at the beginning where the cat got hurt. Yeah. Um, because you basically fall down about 50 feet into a pipe at the beginning of the game and the poor cat's limping around because you know that fall even though cats land on their feet that fall couldn't have been a fun fall and no he's like oh my god the cat's hurt i'm so sad <laughs> i'm like oh god you're not gonna like later in the game <laughs> well, I, I i watched him at a point where he kept dying over and over so i think he was getting over it <laughs> <laughs> Um, I've I've seen people on Twitter that can't play it because they can't deal with seeing the cat getting hurt. Mm-hmm. I thought I was going to have the same issue. Turns um, out you've played enough games, and you know, if the cat gets hurt, it's your fault, Kelly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are, are you trying to blame me for my Minecraft cat getting into the mob I'm, grinder? I, I'm, no, I don't want to bring up your cat fountain. I'm <laughs> not going there. I don't need to hear about how you spawn infinite cats. So, funny story, the first time I played WoW, um, Vaughn had me start out in the Blood Elf area because that has cats running around. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I had never played an MMO before, so I I had no idea what I was doing. And he goes, hey, hey, do do me a favor, right-click on that cat. And I I right-click on it, and my uh, hunter shoots an arrow at it, and the cat just kills over dead. (gasps) And I'm sitting there horrified. Like, oh no, I killed the cat. And he's cackling. I'm like, you, you asshole. Why did you let me do that? I, was like, pop- I just wanted to see what would happen. <laughs> <laughs> I knew if we couldn't survive this, our marriage was doomed. <laughs> yeah, that was like in year one or two of our relationship. <laughs> And to this day, he's like, ha you killed a cat in Minecraft. I'm like, shut up. I felt bad about that. Never mind that, you know, it's just pixels and code. Vaughn, I love you, but you're a dickhead. <laughs> um, Maybe that can be our question of the week. Have you ever felt bad for killing something in a video game? Oh, of course. <laughs> then what I usually try to do is prove myself this is fantasy and i make myself do it again so i can have some cognitive therapy that's like this is not real and i recognize it's not real and i can react differently um 
Yeah, yeah, because, you know, most of the time the quests don't bother me at well, but the last time I felt bad at a quest was, um, I think it was in Mr. Pandaria where he was running around killing tigers for um, oh my. herbal medicine. And I was sitting there going, you know, this stuff happens in real life. I kind of don't feel comfortable doing this quest. <laughs> and I never did that quest again on any subsequent playthrough. Uh, that one I felt pretty bad about. Um, I've also had friends told me I sh shouldn't play the, uh, one of the Dark Souls because uh, they think I'll get upset killing Sif the Great Wolf. It's a dog. Oh, it's a... Is it a dog or a wolf? I thought it was a wolf. Oh, sure. Um, they're like, hey, Kelly, that, oh, that, that quest no, is going to make you so upset. The real emotions don't come until afterwards and you play the dlc and learn the story of that dog or, or wolf yeah that's <laughs> then you feel what I was real told. sad <laughs> <laughs> well i you, mean because you save him in the dlc and then you have oh. to kill him in the present look but they do it backwards so it's like oh oh, oh. Mm -hmm. well you know back in the day when we was playing tomb raider and i the tiger models just looked like bricks with stripes it, it wasn't so bad but now that stuff is looking more realistic it kind of bothers me a little bit more but uh, it's fine it's just code it's just pixels I'm not that upset I'll be fine it's, what it's I not tell your myself. cat it's not nope. your cat it's okay <laughs> <laughs> so yeah write, write us and uh, leave a comment on the show thread have, have you ever felt bad for killing an animal in a video or just have you killing ever felt bad for killing anything game. in a video game but try um, not to be spoilerific yeah don't be spoilerific and um no real life stuff please uh mainly because of that comment that we had a couple of weeks ago about the real one of the really sad real life stories that came up that i was like yeah. oh, i should be pre-reading comments yeah um it's fine don't worry about it yeah we didn't we didn't no, read it closely don't feel bad if you sent that in no no don't feel bad about that that was my, my fault i should have clipped that part out oh wow top 10 video game cats mm -hmm. is big the cat on this list i have no idea i just needed something on the screen while you're talking about cats and video games <laughs> oh is that can it for feedback yeah, can you tell it's a slow news week, guys? It really, really mm -hmm. is, and I just want to play Xenoblade. Um, do you want? Are you still into Final Fantasy fourteen? There's a new patch coming out. Oh wait, you didn't beat me in for the news. I know all. I know. I know things about that patch, and mainly that I'm not ready for it because I haven't beaten the expansion yet. So, oh, okay, and I haven't been playing I, lately. I need to just unsub because I. I haven't touched it. In oh months. yeah, I just unsubbed because I haven't touched it in a, two months, and so I'll come back and resub later. Well, if you're still playing, um, there's a couple of new things in the 6.2 update called Buried Buried Memory, including variant dungeons. Which, uh, yeah, I I read the description. I still don't understand it. Yeah, I don't. I don't understand it either. It sounded like it's dungeons like old dungeons, but you get to choose your own path through them and you can play. You don't have to have a full normal party. So you can like be by yourself or a bunch of damaged people can go or all healers could go. 
and then you could do the same dungeons, but like on hard mode, and then you need a normal party, and it has a set path. So I don't know what's going on there. So weird you know, dungeons. That, yep. That is something that WoW needs to steal desperately. Yeah. Um, be, being able to do that stuff with uh, different party makeups. But I could talk about that all day. Another thing that WoW I really should steal the island sanctuary, which basically you just build up your own personal island. Yeah, but you can't like do actual like gardening on it, which is weird. And I think a lot of people think you'll be able to, and you can't. Okay. But yes, you get to make your own garden or make your own island and craft things on it for the island. So anyway, you get to have fun building your own space, right? So that there is yeah. that. No question there. I mean, they isn't that basically just another form of player housing? I, I don't, I don't know how much of the normal housing stuff you get to do on the island. So, like, yes, okay. but not quite the same. I think. Okay. Um, I'm I'm surprised Tam hasn't. Oh, he buzzed. will. Oh, he will. Just give um, him a sec. I'm sure he will. But you know, one of the few things I love liked about Warlords of Draenor was the garrison and being able to essentially customize my own base and I want more well not just the garrison uh god what was it the in mists what was it called Sunsog Ranch oh yeah sort of the like farming a, the yeah yeah I love that little bit in that game I don't know if you did Chris um I couldn't put that bit down and then the garrison was fun too, and <laughs> not being able to do that again makes me kind of sad. So, but yes, uh, Final Fantasy fourteen, Buried Memories coming out August twenty third. Um, lots of different stuff to do. Is, is, is there more story content coming too? Yeah, of course. Okay. But Good we know. don't usually cover the story stuff because it would be spoilers. Oh, spoilers! Right. Yeah. Um, so there's that and then speaking of extra content and games we've put hundreds of hours into we've got the first Monster Hunter Sunbreak title update <laughs> hope you like grinding decorations <laughs> yeah so four new monsters um, what is it the Silver Rathalos and Gold Rathian mm-hmm. um, you've also got the Seizing Seething Basil Goose, he's always he's hot, always blowing up. And then uh, finally, Lucent Nargacuga. See, I thought Lucent Nargacuga was in the base. Nope, Nargacuga was in the base bit. Lucent Nargacuga is from another game. Um, and so he is uh, he goes invisible. Oh, so it's a Nargacuga that goes invisible. Yeah, though, hot tip. If you got a lancer in your party, there's this little thing that attaches a silk thread to the monster. Use that, and you can see where the monster's going while it's oh. invisible. Yeah, you don't have to just look for those glowing eyes. Does that um, work on a camellios too? Uh, I think so. And it's like they should. It's like next level play. When I first saw someone <laughs> do that, <laughs> it's like whoa. Um, yeah. So the uh, the seething basil goose is if you're at master rank ten. The Lucent, I think, is more like for Master Rank 100 on the other end of the spectrum. Um, and okay. they got the, all these investigations you get to do where you go after the um, afflicted monsters that drop like the things you need for endgame crafting. And then they... There's a whole other 
weapon and armor augmentation system that I don't understand yet because I haven't done it. So I can't explain it to you quickly here. But you get parts from these investigation missions where you just keep fighting harder and harder monsters. Um, and then they they each time uh, uh, as you beat them, you open up higher level versions of those same monsters. And each time you get a new mission spawned by completing one and, and you know, saying taking it off your list, you get a new one that has like more random modifications for like how this mission is, is going to go down. Um, yeah. And I don't even know all the things that randomize because I've been playing Xenoblade instead and I should be playing this. But I I know that if I go to Monster Hunter, it's going to be like an all evening experience because there's a lot of things to grind and, and go after. And and it's really meant for many, many hours of of grinding. And I just I want to play Xenoblade now. So it's like, I don't know what to do. <laughs> well, part of why I had to kind of stop playing so much Monster Hunter is because it was hurting my wrist really bad. Mm, okay. Mm. Um, Getting all that button mashing because I have no finesse. I just button mash until stuff dies. <laughs> um, that was kind of causing repetitive stress injuries, and I had to calm that down a little bit. Uh, but now I'm healed again, so let's let's go mess up my wrist again. Woo! No, I'm, I'm playing Xenoblade. I, I might go back to some of that stuff though, because God, that Monster Hunter was fun. So yeah, there's that stuff. There's also going to be more paid DLC, and they said that there's going to be a bunch of new event quests. So they got stuff all the way into next year. Yeah, I I think it's awesome that Monhun does so many uh, free updates for people. That is awesome stuff. Oh crap! I just accident. I meant to close the tab, and I accidentally closed the entire window. So take a drink. <laughs> Isn't that a bunch of drinks? <laughs> yeah. You closed a bunch of tabs. Pretty much just uh, chug your whole beer or bottle whiskey, whatever your drink of choice is. Root beer, if you don't drink, you'll just burp really loud. Oh, man. I, I blame Alice because. Yep, she, it's her fault. Yep. Blame the cat. She uh, knocked stuff off and distracted me. Um, Dragon Quest treasure hunting detail. Sorry, Dragon Quest treasures treasure hunting detail. God, that was hard to say. (laughs) That's a difficult title. (laughs) Too much repetition. Um, so Squeenix put out new screenshots about the about the spinoff. Um, you're running around a place called Draconia, and it's formed by the bodies of two legendary dragons and has several islands. So wait, are the islands themselves a dragon? I don't know. On the map, it kind of looks like it. Maybe it's the parts of dragons sticking up above the uh, the ocean or the sky? Yeah, so kind of Bionis Mechanis stuff going back to Xenoblade. Um it's also known for highly prized artifacts known as the seven legendary dragon stones, each shaped like the part of a dragon. And um, yeah, you're basically just going around finding treasures. You go, uh, you select one of the islands, you go on the expedition. Um, your familiars forecast what might be found on each island. And it sounds like this game is focusing a lot on exploration, which sounds fun. Um like I said, I've played Dragon Quest J- Monsters Joker 3. Why do I feel that, like you're going to get like so much treasure that's worth so much money and that's going to not at all help you buy things in this game? 
you know, I, I, I don't know. I'm already going back to Xenoblade. I'm already annoyed that money's pretty much worthless in Xenoblade. It's not worthless. <laughs> it's just weird. You're not buying. A, you're not buying a lot of stuff, though. No, but everything you want to buy is expensive, so you don't uh-huh. buy it. I, I see. So, um, in addition, Squeenix announced that there's going to be physical pre-orders for the game. Um, if you pre-order the game, you'll get a code to obtain a bunch of Chimera wings, uh, 15 better buddy bullets, which increases the likelihood of a monster wanting to join you. So, hey, monster, join me. I'll shoot you with a buddy bullet. <laughs> Is that like a truth bullet? <laughs> I I don't know. And other monster or in other Dragon Quest Monsters games, you just used uh, meat to entice them, not shooting them. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, five full heal pellets, which re- fully restore your hit points. Okay. And then um, cause causing some confusion amongst the staff. I'm so staff. confused. I thought this so, game was canceled. Knights of the Old Republic 2 has ha- is having a physical release announced. This is a Chris. This is a remake of the first or the second Knights of the Old Republic. A remake or not well, the remake? Now, now I'm confused. <laughs> it's the remake of the first game that got put on ice for the indeterminate future. This, this is, is the remaster the of they... the second game. Exactly. Yes, this is just the remaster of the second oh, yeah. game. So let's see. There's of course. It being limited run games, there's several editions. You got the standard edition for thirty four ninety nine that just has the game, the premium edition that comes with the game, a USB drive. The, the this is a rare PC limited edition. They actually are putting the game on the USB drive. Like Whoa. usually, you only get a code and get to download it. Whoa! Crazy. <laughs> um, Can someone explain to me why the Nintendo Switch box is green in this picture? Throwback case holds switch case. I'm so because it was an Xbox game originally, but it's a. Mm, Uh, Are they just doing Matryoshka dolls with? I don't know how to say that word with with video games now. You get a lifesaver hilt replica. What is? Why do you need this crap? (laughs) Why do we need anything, Chris? I used to get this. I like the poster. Look at that poster. Oh, the double-sided poster that's in almost every premium edition. No, but look at the side that's like a movie trailer. Like it's like an actual movie poster. Well, it's, it's well, the like the old Star on the original. Wars one. Yeah, it's the, the, old, the other the one's not good. The only one that the one that's good is actually just ripping off the old one. But <laughs> like, the old Drew, Drew, <laughs> like the old Drew, like the old Drew posters. Yeah. Yeah, I I didn't know until a couple of years ago that those were act, those old posters were actually oil paintings. That makes sense. Yeah, I, I mean, well, I mean, they weren't photos. <laughs> no, no, it's just I. It's one of those things that, yeah, it makes sense, but it's something that you don't think about until somebody points it out to you. It's like, oh yeah, all of those old old posters were oil paintings at one point. Why did I not realize that before? In an age where movie posters are photoshopped now, um, but yeah, what you're talking about that in the master edition? Mm-hmm. Yeah, sorry, I'm over on the master edition already. Sorry. Okay. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm no stranger to spending money on stupid things, but I feel like the only 
expensive collector's edition that was ever worth it to me at least was the uh monkey island one mm. but that been that's because i bought it for my husband for christmas and he's a huge huge monkey island fan and that came with a lot of cool stuff we, there are four cases for this game in the master edition you have a steel book <laughs> you have the switch case you have the xbox case then you have like the old pc looking case that holds everything in it <laughs> i i guess multiple display options depending on your how you choose to display your star wars stuff uh, but I you've guess. got to display everything otherwise you know you're not really showing up the the kids are into cases today chris apparently and foil hardcover strategy guides it looks cool but like but hey enamel pens that's my jam no where what are you doing with them you just you enamel pins are dead on arrival in my opinion um i mean I, some of my enamel pens i wear okay but uh a lot of people have a cork board that displays them i did buy an ace attorney attorney badge at one point though i think that's worth wearing and showing it yeah. to everybody here's my attorney badge are you an attorney <laughs> no <laughs> why are you showing me this badge i bought it <laughs> I'm a nerd. <laughs> Has anybody done an Ace Attorney Better Call Saul mashup? Dunno, haven't seen Better Call Saul. Okay, that that's only top of mind because the show's ending. And- I've been. T- does does any who calls Saul? Does anyone ever actually call Saul? Is yeah. that going to be the last episode? Is he finally gets a phone call? I mean, that'd be funny, but no. Okay. I. Uh, sorry, I can't talk spoilers. Um. Back to news. Soul Hackers 2 gets into English trailer and launch DLC detailed. Um, so here's all the different DLC, day one DLC packs you can get. The bonus story arc uh, and a, an additional story episode focusing on the character of Nana and has a bunch of missions. Um, the bonus demon pack. So if you want Satan, oh god. Okay, this is jerky. They put Mara in the bonus demon pack okay oh, there you go make you pay for it yeah so <laughs> if i want my chariot dick monster I'm is this illegal i mean it, you can't sell sex on the switch no. chris yes you can if you looked at the shop lately <laughs> i don't know uh, i don't feel right about a, this <laughs> you've got a costume in bgm pack including soul hackers costumes and raidu kuzanoa Kazanoa costumes. Oh, and Persona 4 and Persona 5. Shimagadame Tensei 4 and original swimsuit set. And then the pack I'll probably be buying, the booster item pack, which is your money uh, stat growth and EXP boosters. I I usually buy that one because I'm part of the problem. Um, (laughs) SMT comes out in Japan on August 25th and in North America and Europe on August 26th. Got to get to work on Xenoblade. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and I don't know when I'm going to work in Yakuza uh, 7 at some point. Good luck. <laughs> yeah. Um, and stories I wish I could unhype. Uh, Neptunia, Sister, Neptunia Sisters versus Sisters is heading west next year. Of course it is. It's a Neptunia game. Why wouldn't we get it? Uh, you I, need to disconnect it, yourself from the fact that you're tired of Neptunia games. That doesn't mean it's not interesting that more are coming out. 
I know. And it's well, not that it's I'm not tired. interesting to us, but still. <laughs> They're coming it's out. It's not that I'm tired of them, Chris. It's that I never could get into them in the first place. I played that one Idea Factory game, and I just... It's put me off of ever playing any others. <laughs> Which Idea Factory? Dragon Star Varnier, I think. The one oh. with all the swords and the goddesses, and you pull the swords out. Is that the one? I don't oh. know. That sounds like that could be any of them. <laughs> you know... I don't know yeah. then. <laughs> Tam in the chat oh, Fairy Fencer F. That's the one I did. Sorry. Thank oh. you. Tam says Nep Nep is our savior. <laughs> Chris, tell Anna to tell Tam he's fired. No. Okay. He did a good job this week. We can't fire him this week. No, you're right. No, but plus, I, I need the information bank for backtrack. Yep. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Tracer three agrees with what? What that Tam is fired or that we're all yeah, sick? Of you got to be more specific, Tracer. All right, if you're in the chat, be specific because we don't know what you're saying. All right, so um, yeah, this Neptunia trailer is still going. I don't know what's going on. Is this like the little sisters in the other games or something? Like the handhelds, they're doing their own thing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, they're I, battling I didn't cell realize. phones because the cell phones are coming for them. Okay. That's what's going on. I see. Tracer three just says nip nip. <laughs> you still didn't. Oh, is our saver. Okay. <laughs> Tracer you, three, Tracer. you're fired. You're too. also fired, Tracer. <laughs> We're hi- you're hired, and then you're fired. So yeah, heading west in 2023. I'm I'm being facetious. I I'm sure Neptunia has its fans. I'm just not one of them. I, I uh, here's the thing I'm a fan of. Games that like to evoke the concepts started in Barkley Shut Up and Jam Gaiden, where basketball <laughs> caused a worldwide apocalypse. Here we have one where soccer caused a cataclysm and now there's an RPG based on it. <laughs> From the people who brought you not tonight, <laughs> which is also like a post a dystopian future <laughs> comes a soccer RPG. And that's all I understand. And it's set after a cataclysm where soccer has been outlawed. So of course you're going to start soccer up again. <laughs> From somebody that lives in a country that is rather I'm friends with someone who's that lives in a country where soccer is just like life. It wouldn't surprise me if soccer did cause an apocalypse. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Um, I, I yeah, because he's always told me that after soccer games, like the streets just erupt with fireworks, and he gets mad because he can't sleep all night because of it. <laughs> so yeah, um, let's see, it's going to be coming out for PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Series X, Switch, and Stadia. Stadia and, siding, look out! Uh, <laughs> and uh, there's a PC beta version available on. I don't believe you. Site. <laughs> Stadia will be closed by the time this comes out. I <laughs> uh, don't know, Chris. They may have forgotten that they have it open. They don't even know when it's coming out. Yeah, just that it's coming out. Uh, you've got more Path of Exile. Oh, 2022, it says. All right. Sorry, go ahead. You, you play Path of Exile, Chris. I do, but I haven't kept up on the news for the, the updates so this is their um, new season and new updates and new mechanics. So Lake of Calandria. Mm-hmm. There, there's an exile con. Yes, they haven't had it in the last few years because COVID. 
but uh, uh, it'll be coming back next year. In Auckland, New Zealand. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's where they're from. I did not know that. Uh, but it's also planned to include the announcement of the beta start date for the sequel. Yeah, the, the sequel, which was announced in 2019 at the last Exile Con, to come out <laughs> the following year. Ooh. <laughs> so, they're a little behind on that schedule. <laughs> and no one can blame them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and then Lake of Calandria uh, has a Calandria Challenge League. And... Oh, player characters come across a mirror that duplicates items. Okay. Yeah, I don't. Whatever. You're gonna. You'll du- have to. Yeah. You'll, you'll have to go to the news. Article you go to the mirror. You go to a portal. There's hard monsters. You beat them. You get items. This is how this works. It's a Diablo like. You know. <laughs> then you go look at the oppressive skill tree and be like, oh wow, I need a guide. <laughs> When does the second expansion come out? Late August. So, so Late August, August 19th. So, uh, and it's free. Everything's free. This is a game where the only thing you pay for is cosmetics. There's no pay to win here. So have awesome. fun. You've got uh, Pineapple Works Publishing of Blades and Tales. This is kind of a free Diablo-like? I guess so. With some uh, other aspects here thrown in. They said it's also inspired by... Tales of Maya Jal and Stone Shard, which I've never heard of either of those games. Uh, there's a demo on Steam. You play as a person from a fox clan. The screenshot has bears. It looks kind of interesting. I think I'm going to download the demo to check it out. Okay. I, so I, like those, style. I think those other games are indie games, and that's why I've just never played them. Turn-based PC indie game. So it's a combo of turn-based computer RPG and Diablo. So figure that out. Go play the demo. Um, I do want to try this at some point because it looks neat. I like the artwork. And um, let's see if it's any good. And there's big spiders, which might be in your party or their enemies. I'm not really sure. And I think there's a woodcutter. This woodcutter. Is this an otter? Why are otters woodcutters? That's weird. Go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> uh, I was just moving on to the next story. We've also got um, the Themesius Witch Cloud version announced. Um, this is where oh you're boy. controlling. <laughs> this is where you're controlling a half human, half raven, known as Corvus, who's wearing a plague mask, and um, so the mask is actually appropriate. Yeah, mm. and he can draw the plague from enemies and use it for abilities for himself. It looks like a really cool game. That I'd rather play on better consoles than the cloud version. <laughs> it's a it's Who a Dark Souls like. Um, what? Who's actually doing the cloud versions behind the scenes for all these? You know, it's one thing when Square does a cloud version for Switch. It's kind of crazy that the the math is. Where do they run them all? Do you think yeah. they're using Xbox's cloud or Nvidia's oh, no. stuff or something? No, I mean, like, who's doing? The, I mean, I, I seriously doubt the comp- the developers are doing this. So, who's actually doing the work behind the scenes on all these Switch cloud versions? Well, I work for a company where you could set up servers pretty easily to do such a thing. If you'd like, if you'd oh. like some, I could. I'm. I won't advertise, but. <laughs> um. That we you got to do all the work yourself, but we'll, we'll have the infrastructure for you. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's all. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, 
I don't know where people run those. Um, I'm sure there's people who are selling to game companies who need to do this thing though, because a lot of people want to get in on cloud stuff. So, yeah. Mm. I guess these must sell if they they keep happening. Yeah, they, they must be. I don't understand it either. Um, I mean, if you only have one console and that's the only way you can play it, that's I can understand that. I just, just so oh much yeah, I mean, I, I get that some people are going to play it, and I would choose not to if I had a proper console that can do it natively. Because action game plus lag equals why would I do that to myself? But yeah, that's neat. Um, otherwise, it's got a PC, PS5, and Xbox Series X slash S version, all coming out August eighteenth. Woohoo! Um, now for kind of our brief briefs, uh, brief, short brief. news stories. Um, short, short. Metal Slug Tactics has been pushed back to 2023. Oh, mm, boo! Lots of sad faces with that one. Are, really though? Yeah. Okay. I thought we didn't like Metal Slug. Oh, Metal no. Slug Tactics. Metal Slug, Metal oh, Slug Tactics. Oh, oh no! I actually no. You thought we meant Metal Max, didn't you? I know? did. <laughs> and Metal Max, we'd be fine with being delayed. Oh, Yeah, I actually do want this. Yeah, it's really cute looking. It's the one that nobody expected ever. Mm-hmm. That looks all amazing. Yeah. <laughs> well, at least when it eventually comes out, it'll be good. You hope. Mm-hmm. I hope so. We'll see. Um, I can put it on my some... list of tactical RPGs I haven't gotten around to playing. Yeah, Chris, if you haven't played Triangle Strategy before that comes out, I'm coming to your house. And Tactics Ogre will be out by then, too, probably. <laughs> I-, I can forgive you for not playing Tactics Ogre yet, but Triangle Strategy, you have no excuse. Okay. Um, Sunday Gold is going to be coming out on September 13th. Um, I tried to figure out what this is. I don't understand it. Kind of a heist game set in dystopian London. With concept art that looks like um, that RPG where you do a lot of talking. Oh, gosh, that narrows it down. Uh, Disco Elysium? Yes. Yeah. That's the one. (laughs) It gives off some Disco Elysium vibes. I don't know if that's correct or not. Um, I should have put this one right with the uh, other news or with the other delay. Uh, Marvel's Midnight Suns has been delayed. Yeah, I kind of figured that was coming. Yeah. This was the ta- kind of tactical it's XCOM. game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's XCOM with Marvel. Superhero XCOM. <laughs> um, yeah, that's not coming until 2023. Oh, uh, we, there's a new got... trailer. We don't have it on our page here, but there's a new trailer that shows Spider-Man. Oh, cool. Is that going to be a Sony exclusive, of course? I don't know. That's a good question. It usually is. And we've got a cyber heist in the, the ascent with new DLC. Um, I'm not even that familiar with the base game. Yeah, I played a little bit of this. Um, it's kind of a Diablo-like loot game where you're shooting things oh. with guns. Um, over this, overhead. Yeah. So. Yep. This DLC adds melee combat as well. Oh. Ah. Okay. And then Dolemon story of seasons, friends of <clears throat> the great. Oh, 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 we have a correction from the chat. Midnight Suns is not XCOM. It is Card Tactics. 
So I guess you have cards that you use instead of XCOM. Ah. And then move around on a grid, I presume. Be nice if we had this trailer, wouldn't it? So, but we're going to move on. But thank you for the correction. It is not XCOM. Midnight Suns, not XCOM. Stop writing your feedback. Write, write it on the question of the week instead. On a side tangent, just saying the thumbnails on your screen, why do oh, no. film click or clickbait titles feel the need to have uh, thumbnails with stupidly Weird huge eyes? Weird eyes, right? Yeah. I'm I think it's very Screen t- Rant. I think it's just that okay. one channel doing it a lot. I, I am very tired of that trend. I'm already pretty sick of clickbait stuff on YouTube lately, but that one is particularly getting on my nerves lately. Just I, I would stop clicking on those videos, but I honestly, I'm not enough of a comic book nerd to understand all the references in the Marvel properties, so I, I do rely on these sorts of videos to break them down for me. Um, sorry, just a tangent. Um, the new story of Seasons is going to be out in Japan on November 2nd. Uh, have we got a Western? Yeah, we haven't confirmed a Western date for these yet. So We got the last one. We'll probably get this one, but yeah, yeah. not confirmed yet. But Probably you can a harvest a giant radish. You got to work to harvest that radish. Yeah. And that is all the news. End of the chain attack. 40,379 damage. What's coming out this week, Chris? Okay, last week... <laughs> You didn't ask, but uh, two new titles popped up in our review of our release roundup that came up after the show. The Accursed Crown of the Giant King on PC, Mac, and iOS, and Book Quest for PC, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series XS, and Nintendo Switch. You can read more about it in our new release roundup from August 11th on the website. As for this week, we have Blossom Tales 2, The Minotaur Prince for Switch and PC. Is this one Anna's going to play? Anna, you yeah. playing Blossom Tales too? She says yes. Anna liked the first Blossom Tales a lot. I still have yet to play it. We have Thymesia, that game we talked about on the on the cloud with the, the Dark Souls half-crow guy. We have Tribes of Midgard for Switch, Xbox One, and Xbox X, which is that different than the, the real-timey strategy one? And... No, this is the one from the the people who make Dune, right? Oh, I can't keep this stuff all straight. Norsefell Games. So if I... Norsefell Games, are they also making Dune? Or is this a different... This is a different one, isn't it? I can't... Oh, I can't... Yeah, that's the Vikings. Goodness gracious, I can't keep all these Midgard Viking-type games straight. This is Tribes of Midgard, out now. Out now? So it must be a port that these new t- things are coming out for. Okay, well, go look it up from somebody who knows what they're talking about. Dune Game PC. I need to know who makes that, just to keep these straight. Dune Spice Wars is from Funko and Shiro Games. Totally different than the... the okay. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So, Tribes of Midgard is out this week on Switch and Xbox. And then finally, RPG Time! The Legend of Right is coming out on August 18th for Switch. You gonna play that, Anna? She just says maybe. Thought everyone was gonna play that. Too many games. Uh, Legend of Right, if you don't remember, is the one where it's like a kid with a sketchbook drawing the game that they're gonna play. Um, it is not the same one as 
the one we saw at Fake E3 where your character gets off the drawing and starts walking around the room. That's another <laughs> game that's kind of got the same sort of papercraft aesthetic. <laughs> but this is a, this is the uh, the first one that we knew about. So anyway, is it, is that like a Armageddon Deep Impact kind of thing, or it's just a happy coincidence? I think so. Well, the other one's not close to out, and this one is. Okay. So anyway, this looks really cool, and. It's like playing the menus at like a restaurant, you know, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, the kids menus, of course, restaurants aren't cool enough to give uh, adults neat menus. So <laughs> that's a new you concept, know, I, isn't it? <laughs> I I knew some, I worked with somebody once that, you know, wasn't like it was really tiny and didn't have a big appetite. So she ordered from the kids menu a lot because mm-hmm. um, she couldn't eat an adult portion. And a lot of restaurants wouldn't let her order from the kids menu. Yeah. They won't even let you order it. Like, well, I'll pay a higher price. Nope. Wow. That, that just seems kind of, I mean, I can understand it from the restaurant's perspective, but that's the hill you guys are going to die on. <laughs> yeah. Because those prices are apparently below cost. I don't, I don't know. You got me. They only make sense if you're buying adult meals alongside them. I think is the idea. You would just think that if somebody had a medical condition where they literally can't eat an adult portion that they would, uh, you know, kind of be obligated to serve somebody like that. I don't know. Um, Somebody can explain it to me in the comments. It just just made me think of that. Order Um, the lunch menu or the senior menu and call it good. Yeah, I mean, I you can always bring the food home, I guess. I nah, throw it out. Stop worrying about um, the restaurants wasting the food, not you. From uh, and we've got our editorials this week. Um, Deerfield Chronicle demo impression with out from Alex Fuller. Um, it has the first chapter that lasts around three hours, and progress does carry over. I downloaded the Switch version of this. This thing oh. has the weirdest description of its battle system. Um, we had a big debate on Phil's stream about, is this just real time with pause or not? <laughs> I don't think we came to a conclusion. <laughs> well, we didn't come to an agreement rather. <laughs> yeah. So it's a real time battle system, tactical with pause thing <laughs> strategy. <laughs> is it one of those where you're choosing where you move your characters to? Like you draw out a line and tell them to move along you, this yeah, line. Yeah, You give them commands like go over here and stuff. And then if you drill down, you can kind of say what things they should do, or you just let them auto battle. Um, But you don't have like a big hot bar like you do in a Baldur's Gate for each character to just kind of hit F1, hit the F keys to kind of go between them and pick an ability and pause and then pick another ability. It's, It's more mouse driven, it looks like. Yeah. Anyway, it looks neat. So you can see if, uh, if it's for you, there's a, is there a demo? Yes. Okay. There is a demo. All right, cool. Yeah, that's the whole article is about Chris. Well, then. <laughs> you can also watch Phil's uh, stream to impress archive from the other day. And then we've also got a um, book quest impression from Michael Baker. Um, I haven't even heard of this game. I just mentioned it earlier as coming out last week, but we didn't know about it then. <laughs> Okay. It says it's a overhead Zelda like. So there you go. And then read the impression. See if you like it. That's it. And 
Yeah, that's everything that's coming out. And... Does that mean it's Xenoblade time? I... Yes! <laughs> I believe it's Xenoblade time. No, I've, I've probably got to go eat lunch first before <laughs> Xenoblade time. Food, then Xenoblade. Um, okay. I don't know if Vaughn and I are going to the hardware store or not. I'm going, I'm going, I'm going, in, going to the hardware store. Bom, 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 bom. Will there be any containers to open there? <laughs> no. Well, garden actually, hoses that go on for miles and miles, however. You know, there probably is containers to open, but I think I'll get kicked out of the Home Depot if I try to open all of them. Oh, okay. And I don't... Even though I like Lowe's better, I don't want to get kicked out of the Home Depot Last because it's the clo- closest hardware store. And... Minute, now I'm going to be inside while I hope they open soon. I can't wait. No, I can't wait. Oh. When they going to open up that door? I'm going, I'm going, I'm going to play Xenoblade. Oh, wait, what are we doing? I'll, I'll have Ending you know that Vaughn has finally made his... Um, Silicone, silicone dice molds, and now we're going to do a resin test to see if oh. we can actually make dice. Hence the hardware store. So very exciting. My husband's getting I, into dice making. Really I cannot wait all, to see but... what comes out of it. Do they sell three D printing crap at the hardware store? Is that where you go to get that stuff now? No, no. I get most of my three D printing stuff off online. Yeah, right. um, via Amazon. You print it. It's self repeating. <laughs> <laughs> I download my 3D printing stuff from the internet, and it makes itself. <laughs> you, you joke, but if I could download and print a car, I would download. You wouldn't print download a car. A car. <laughs> yes, I would. I totally would. Because have you tried shopping for a car recently? It wouldn't be very safe, Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> and it would take an eternity to print. <laughs> but it's I'm getting possible. PVC couplers, says Vaughn. PVC couplers, yeah. Um, he's using that for silicon uh, yeah. molds. Tell him it's next it, to the automated circumcisers. So. When uh, when you do uh, PVC couplers, you can pretty much do an entire die set out of one mold. Uh, it's kind of fascinating stuff. You know, that's what I love about this YouTube age is that thanks to YouTube, you can get into any hobby pretty easily and cheaply now. Mm-hmm. Um, that's how I got into miniature painting. Just don't so, get into wood burning. I, I very nearly bought a wood burner because <sighs> I wanted to make a uh, dice Ooh, tray. Kelly. <laughs> and then you saw the other videos and said, oh, maybe I shouldn't do that. Oh, I, I could probably paint a design on a dice tray just as easily. <laughs> much less death involved. Oh, it's the fractal wood burning that's the problem. Okay. Is oh. that what it is? All right. The one with the electricity that People are killing themselves. That's the reference I'm trying I, to make. Yeah, I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah. Yeah. P- people are electrocuting themselves? Yeah, you're using high current stuff to burn fractal patterns on wood. And, um, well, you have to be very careful with electricity. Otherwise, it kills you. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> AC is very dangerous. Yeah. I mean, I... <laughs> You yeah. can survive 120 volts. But it's the amperage that'll kill you. <laughs> well, especially if, they're, if they've got capacitors involved that build up more charge. And yeah, no. Mm-mm. 
No, I, I'm just talking about more the your, your standard wood burner, the where you're just kind of using it like a pencil to draw stuff into wood, not you know, like creating lightning, turning yourself into Magneto. Oh gosh, no. I. Yeah, that doesn't sound fun. <laughs> no. All right, we're gonna wrap up. Thanks, everybody. Don't get into fractal wood burning, and we'll see you next week. Until then, enjoy Xenoblade if you're playing it, and if not, consider getting it. It's good. All right, bye, everybody. Very good. Bye, bye. See you then. <laughs>